Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times Two Project. Change the culture and the politics will follow. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Are you involved in planning a pro-life event and you need a speaker? Are you shocked at the high cost of booking a speaker through some of the bureaus? And do you wish you had an alternative to that? Well, you're going to love what we're going to be talking about today. The Love Times 2 Project is announcing a brand new type of way that you can connect with great speakers for your next event. The idea here is really simple. We're going to help connect you directly with speakers. You pick which speaker is a great fit for your event. You negotiate a price and arrangements directly with the speaker. And then 10% of all speaker honorariums will go back to support the Love Times 2 project. We're not an agency. We're a connector, not a big agency like you might think of that you've dealt with in the past, but we're simply serving as a connector, giving you direct access to speakers who can help meet your needs. So it's a win-win situation for everybody all the way around. Now, over the course of the next few weeks, I'll get the honor of introducing you to the initial team of speakers on the Love Times 2 Speakers Bureau. And today I'm introducing to you a guest previously on the podcast, Sheila Harper. Sheila, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Well, first up, for those who may have missed previous episodes that you and your husband, Jack, have been on, uh, tell us about your title and your role with a ministry called Save One. Well, I am the founder and president of Save One, and what we do is we help men, women, and families recover after abortion. And sometimes people ask me, well, why aren't you helping people on the front end? Aren't we trying to stop abortion? And it's our philosophy at Save One that this is the greatest deterrent to abortion that we have, is getting the people who know the truth in our communities telling that truth. And when you look at our our population and all of the abortions that have happened over the course of Roe, it averages out to one out of every three or one out of every four women of childbearing age and one out of every three men have lost fatherhood. And so when you look at that, that's a lot of hurting people in our communities who don't know that there's help, that don't that are walking around with this abortion wound. And we're here to help them in any way that we can through three Bible studies that my husband and I wrote for women, for men, and for family members. And this whole ministry was born out of my own abortion pain from an abortion I had at 19. So we uh, have just used it from there to, to be a catalyst for healing and introduction to Jesus through, uh, through these Bible studies. We are really thrilled that you've stepped forward to be on this initial team of speakers that we're going to be offering, because I know right up front, we wanted to offer speakers through the Speakers Bureau that are experienced, that are passionate, and really speakers that are going to listen to the needs of host organizations. And I know that in the past, I mean, I've had a lot of great experience with speakers, but I've also had experiences with speakers yeah. that We've booked and it's actually cost, you know, quite a bit of money to book them. Um, they will come in and not necessarily give the presentation that you were expecting more of 
they give the cookie cutter presentation and there it is and you get what you get. And we just want to really make sure that everyone who's on our bureau is someone passionate and is really willing to listen to what the needs are and really be upfront as well. If, if an organization contacts one of our speakers and it's not a good fit, then all of our speakers will say, you know, that's really not uh, the best thing for me. But you've done a tremendous amount of speaking. You and Jack, you've traveled the country, even internationally. On average, how many speaking events do you, would you say you do in an average year? Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, Mike, thank you for saying that. I really do feel that way, what you just said. So thank you. And uh, on an average year, we're probably out 45 to 48 Sundays. We're in a different church every Sunday. And we do a lot of uh, pregnancy center banquets. And we I speak at a lot of women's conferences. Jack speaks at a lot of men's conferences and that type of thing. So even... Even with the 45 Sundays, we have other speaking engagements as well. <laughs> so it's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. So, so what I hear you say is you speak at churches, you speak at fundraising events. Yes, we speak at women's and men's conferences all the time and men, uh, men's and women's retreats. And uh, we've done marriage conferences. We've just we've done a lot. If, if, if people ask us, we're like, yes, we'll make that happen. We'll be there because we we just love telling what God has done. You know, a lot of organizations and ministries, particularly in the uh, Pregnancy Resource Center world or in the Right to Life world, are always in need of fundraising speakers. Now, I personally have seen you and Jack at events where they've been fundraising events and you've done an outstanding job in communicating the need and really just letting folks know the ministries that you're there to, to represent are in need of their support. And I can just tell as somebody who is sitting in the audience that it's something you're comfortable with. So when it comes to doing fundraising and you're asked to uh, do a keynote, for example, for a pregnancy resource center or a right to life organization, is that something that, that really fires you up to know you can come in and help raise funds for these organizations? Yes, because it's not hard to sell something or to talk about something that you are passionate about. And so I love talking to uh, doing fundraising banquets, especially for pregnancy centers and right to life organizations, because that's who helped me. And so, I mean, literally, I was driving down the road one day and heard a radio commercial that uh, was advertising an abortion recovery class. And I had no idea who these people were, but I knew that uh, that my problems that I had been living with for seven years, the drug and alcohol abuse, the suicide attempt, the just the not being able to get back to my life, I knew all of those problems stemmed from that abortion. So for somebody to be advertising that they were holding a class for people like me, I couldn't believe it. And so I went to this class and I have been sold on the pregnancy center movement ever since then. I started working there. I started volunteering there. Before I knew it, I was teaching their abortion recovery. And you know what I found out, Mike? This was what blew me away. When I started working there, I found out that this pregnancy center had had a, it almost makes me cry talking about it, but this pregnancy center had had a fundraising banquet and raised money to put a commercial on the radio to advertise abortion recovery. And so when I found that out, 
all of these years later, I always picture every time I get to go go speak at one of these pregnancy banquets, I always picture that banquet and what and those people who gave and how thankful I am that they gave because they reached me and completely changed my life, the trajectory of my life. It changed my family, everything, because they had this fundraising banquet. And so you don't think about, you know, you don't think about the magnitude of what you're doing when you're in that moment. But in God's economy, when you give to something like that, it, 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 he just multiplies it exponentially in lives across America. And it's just incredible. So yes, I get passionate about it. Wow. And that's the type of heart that really comes with great speakers, frankly. Again, I, I know that for anyone listening to this, I can personally say I've been involved with different types of fundraising events, for example, uh, for over 35 years. I, I've done everything from large banquets to small receptions to uh, almost everything in between concerts, all that type of stuff. It's rare to find that great combination of a speaker who has a life experience and a story to tell that's going to be compelling to those who are attending your event and a speaker who is legitimately there because they know you need to raise funds and are willing to work that into their presentation, even make the appeal at times if it's necessary. If everybody in the organization, for example, is gun shy from getting up and they don't want to talk about you know raising money, uh, it's, it's so important to have a speaker who can address that and is comfortable addressing that. And I think of a very large event I did and we had it very outlined as to what we wanted the speaker to do into leading to the appeal for funds. Uh, And this very well-known speaker ended the presentation and sat down and didn't do anything that we had asked the speaker. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Fortunately, we scrambled. I think my uh, banquet chairman at that time scrambled and, and got up and did the appeal, but we almost put six to eight months worth of effort into an event without anyone asking for funds at the conclusion. Oh, that's unreal. So again, for folks that are considering speakers for your next event, for all types of events, church events, conferences, workshops, uh, family events, different types of things that you might be thinking of, but fundraising events as well. Uh, I know that Sheila does a terrific, terrific job with that, and her heart is in everything that she will present to the group that you'll be bringing together for this. And you have the added benefit of, I know Jack and Sheila pray fervently before going into an event uh, to make sure that uh, they are seeking God's blessing on what you are doing uh, with that particular event. So uh, I just can't, uh, just can't uh, more highly uh, recommend Sheila to be on your radar as a potential speaker for your next uh, pro-life event. So Sheila, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you. It was my honor. And I appreciate uh, your partnership in this. If you'd like to learn more about Sheila and other speakers available through the Love Times 2 Speakers Bureau, it's really easy to do. You can just go to lovetimes2.org slash speakers. Now, Love Times 2, it's L-O-V-E-X, the number two, dot O-R-G slash speakers. And you'll find speaker bios and a lot more for the speakers we have listed. You'll even find an easy form that you can submit if you're interested in learning more. It takes you about 30 seconds to fill it out. You click submit and we will help connect you 
uh, with Sheila or any of our other speakers. You negotiate your price. 10% supports the Love Times 2 project. What's not to love? It's a win-win for everybody. Hey, that's it for this very special episode of the podcast. Join us next week as I'm going to introduce another speaker from the brand new Love Times 2 Speakers Bureau. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow.